Back to Tesh Matters with Jeff Boggs. Phone lines are open. Reach out and touch Jeff at 367-1240. And indeed, we are back two minutes after 11 o'clock, our Mellow Joy Coffee time. My pleasure to welcome back to the show new Iberia Mayor Freddie DeCourt uh, following Tuesday's City Council meeting, how are you doing, sir? I'm fine. Good morning. Good Good to have you back with us. Uh, council met on Tuesday. We'll uh, get into it in just a little bit, uh, rehashing some of that. Uh, any other uh, breaking news, uh, things going on today? Oh, nothing. Nothing breaking. I just left an ordinance meeting that we have every month where we talk about tweaking ordinances and what's working and what's not. Uh, just busy. Went to Eggs and Issues this morning. Uh, that great event the chamber puts on, heard from our state delegation, and uh, that was nice. And the house was packed in the city. I'll have to buy two tables next year. We had so many people come from the city, uh, a couple of us were ended up standing. So that was good to see. But uh, just business as usual. Where, where was the event held? At the Sliman. Okay, good, good. I, if I would have remembered that, and, I may have trekked down yeah, there myself. Yeah, but uh, happy, happy to host that. It doesn't get hosted there all the time, so I kind of like that. I mean, we're actually taking bids right now to change the carpet, to do some painting, and to resurface the stage uh, in the slime. And I mean, it's a building that's well used by the whole community, so uh, it needs a little love. And uh, I was looking around at a few things today I might want to add. But uh, anyway, good facility, and uh, it's good to see it used. All right. So the city council met Tuesday night. I had a couple of presentations, and... We heard them yesterday. Uh, some quality information. Heath Hulan had outlined a little bit of what uh, the school board is hoping to do with a renewal of a bond or a millage. Um, uh, you got to hear some of that discussion. Uh, seemed well received by the council. Yes, very much. The school board has a long tradition with this 25 mil since the 70s of continually you know, cranking out projects and, and getting it done. So uh, the new superintendent came in. He did a really good presentation. I was taking notes. Uh, I, you know, and cause I'm in that business, but he did a very good job and, uh, it was a good informative presentation of all the things that they were going to, going to accomplish once this, uh, renewal is in place again. Uh, and hopefully it will be because, uh, that's our kids, you know, that's the future. There you go. And, uh, Trey, uh, Hike, uh, city court judge, uh, Trey Hike, uh, discussed, uh, proposed legislation to create an Kadiana Regional uh, Juvenile Justice District. Yes, uh, yes, and we're watching that closely because, uh, as you know, when we have juvenile issues and a juvenile commits a crime that's bad enough that we have to put them somewhere immediately, uh, we send uh, kids to North Louisiana, we've sent them to as far as Mississippi, we've sent them all over. Try, that's the big thing is trying to find a, a place for them and what's happening because juvenile crime is not an anomaly that only occurs in New Iberia. I mean, it's everywhere. And, you know, if I just talk about the state for a second, it, it's we, we have our issues in every community. So what happens, you know, if the, there were some local places early on with the PD coming back four and a half years ago. And then our kids would get displaced because they'd say, well, no, we need a spot for, you know, the kid from our parish uh, or from our city. So uh, it has been a constant struggle that when, unfortunately, that has to happen, we send kids to, you know, places that are four and five hours away. So the idea that seven parishes would come together and figure out how to do this, you know, would be a game changer because uh, that has been a challenge, uh, I can tell you, on a regular basis since uh, the PD was uh, was formed four and a half years ago. 
There you go. Just uh, about five years. Very, very lofty goals uh, as far as uh, educating these students. Once I say students because most of them are student age. Yes. Um, maybe they're not in class enough. But um, the idea that uh, we can't just put them in a jail and throw away the key, uh, that we right. actually have to uh, try and reform these kids. Yes, well, like uh, Representative Marcus Bar- Bryant, was, he was speaking on that issue this morning at Eggs and Issues, and he said, you know, that they at least realized, and, and I'm glad for that, they just passed some legislation that it would kind of be a tier system, that uh, because what happens you right now, you send those young, impressionable minds all together, well, from the worst criminal to the person who committed something that just made the bar to get them there, it just becomes a college. And believe me, the subjects aren't good. So they leave, in many instances, very much more educated on the things that you wouldn't want them to be educated on. So I think that the idea and the concept and the film we watched of the one uh, facility that is actually practicing that is really the way to go. I mean, it's a, it's a reward system instead of a punishment system in a lot of ways. And there, you know, there's school, there's sports, there's, you know, everything that you would want youth to be involved in and you do have to think about it that most of those crimes that are committed by juveniles almost all of them they coming back out a lot quicker than if they were an adult so even for some of the most heinous crimes they serve four or five years and then they're back and where are they they're right back in your community they're right back they come home so you would want them to come home uh that they learn some life lessons learn some skills, you know, turn themselves into, and and it's possible, you know, turn themselves into a productive citizen, are they going to come back, you know, more hardened than they went there? So I think that that is just the reality of it. But uh, the program that we looked a little video on and that some people have gone and toured really does seem to be successful. Uh, But you're right, it is a lofty goal. Uh, The seven parishes will come together and find a way to fund this. Um, I'm not saying it would be easy or we would have quite a few of those already. We wouldn't have this shortage if that was, you know, easy. Gotcha. So, again, uh, this uh, is something that you were asked to support, uh, not necessarily um, an actionable item other Correct. than you did eventually pass a resolution of support. for Yes, we had that later in the evening, and uh, I, I felt pretty confident that it would pass uh and it did and so we gave them as every community is that they're visiting with uh and you know the district attorney was on is on the on the trail as well and you have uh the elected officials judges and da's from the uh, and state reps from the seven parishes that this would affect all out there you know talking it up and uh Trying to make something happen. I haven't seen any proposals. I don't, I don't know what they're right. talking about. All, all it is is a concept right now, but uh, it's certainly needed. All right. Well, I'll look and, forward. And the judge did a good job. Yeah. We'll look forward to um, uh, following up on that one. And also, I uh, had another person addressing the council, Becky Collins, on upcoming uh, literary festival. Yeah, yeah. And that's a growing festival and attract, attracting more and more attention. Uh, brings out all the James Lee Burke fans, among others. Um I've actually got a investor, developer, we'll see, but uh, he picked New Iberia, and one of the reasons he picked New, picked New Iberia was the Literary Festival. Mm-hmm. I have, he hasn't uh, confirmed, but he's coming down for the Literary Festival, uh, and then while he's down, I'm going to pick a day and show him some property uh, because he's interested in moving uh, 
some jobs here. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it'll happen. Uh, it's out of us and one city in Mississippi. But he liked our art walks. He liked the literary festival. He liked the Plan Air Festival. You know, all of those uh, kind of cultural things. And he, you know, liked that our liked our downtown would possibly invest in a building here. So, uh, and and he's coming for the literary festival. So, it should be interesting. All right, kicks off uh, a week from tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there you go. Um, Spanish festival coming up too. Uh, coming later. up too, and it's yeah. going to be kind of a repeat of last year, which was a much bigger festival for them. You know, they had the crochet ceiling, they had uh, the carnival, they had you know a parade, they had bands. I mean, it really was a, a full blown couple of day event, and uh, they were successful with it last year, and it's coming back again. It's good stuff. All right. Let's see. Council uh, did deal with a few actionable items, uh, public hearings, and then uh, ordinances up for adoption. One amending the budget to reflect excess forfeiture receipt uh, restricted to be used as narcotics. That's um, money that comes off a drug bust, to be blunt, and it can only be used to fight crime, and it can only be used to fight narcotics crime. So that's all that was, was just to move some money that, uh, as it's seized, the police will be able to Use it to buy equipment and to pursue uh, anything in the narcotics realm. All right. Another one uh, regarding uh, security expenditures for Park Elementary. Yeah, Park Elementary is a school we bought, and uh, we are putting a security system in before we start renovating the building. Thought that would be a good idea to start with that. So uh, that's all that was. All right. And another one uh, in regard to amending approved budget allocations for ARPA pro- projects uh, um, any targeted uh, things that, in that yes we took a million dollars that was going to be a match but the state didn't come out with money at the time for the match so instead of using it as a match it will go directly into cleaning our canals and what we're trying to do is clean all of our drainage canals uh, up to the parish line, many of them have not been cleaned in years, so that will we were just moving that funding around. And anytime you change, we're still in the drainage category. We're never going to move things out of categories. But the, even the time you make any change, we have to do a report to the federal government, and so we have to take action to amend that report. All right. Speaking of uh, drainage issues, I think I saw where the mosquito abatement district. Uh, Turn back to the parish government for uh, local disbursements to the municipality. Some nine hundred thousand. I guess you get uh, somewhere in around three to four hundred thousand. Yeah, we used to get half a million about in the realm. So I'm not sure what it'll be this year. It, it'll probably be at least four hundred. I would think. Um, in, in years past, it was five hundred. Uh, sometimes it was even more than that. But yeah, I'm excited about that. We uh, we need those funds. All right. All goes directly to drainage. There you go. And uh, let's see, a couple of resolutions that were up for uh, final adoption. And, and again, we discussed the Acadiana Regional Juvenile uh, mm-hmm. d- District. And then uh, also a resolution finding and determining that no petition has been filed objecting to the proposed issuance of taxable sewer revenue bonds. Uh, what's going on there? Uh, that's that $2.5 million. That is a low interest loan at uh, point less than 1% interest that we are trying to obtain from the state because we are spending twelve, uh, $11.9 million in sewer this year in sewer repairs, rerouting sewer, uh, stabilizing flow, or rerouting flow, um, and repairs at the plant. So uh, we 
definitely are spending a lot of money and felt that we could get this and it could only be used for sewer. So it's something we're applying for because I really couldn't pass it up. All right. Another resolution in regard to the pepperplex. How is that proceeding? Oh, it's going, man. It's going. We uh, took a little tour on Monday with a few people that from the very beginning uh, came to some very early meetings about forming an economic development district and the possibility, if that would be able to be formed, that the city would take over the pepperplex. So some of those people came on a little tour. Uh, it's still not finished by any means, but the... Uh, T-ball fields are turfed. The big fields turfed. Lights are going up in certain areas. Uh, concession stand is well underway. I mean, it's uh, it's they they dressing it out. I mean, it's really coming along. The sidewalks, uh, dirt work, the soccer fields, lighting at the soccer fields. You know, all those things are ongoing as we speak. And uh, it, yeah, it's getting there. Will it be enough? Uh, no, that will be phase one. We are asking capital, capital Outlay for additional funds. We are looking at a couple other avenues of, of ways to generate money. There is even a piece of property. I don't know if this is going to happen, and I'm kind of very, it's very early stages. Uh, something the city might be able to sell and put that money into the Pepperplex. So it's only phase one, but it will get us to where we, we can be proud of what we have and know that you can always go out there and find more to be done, but uh, I think it'll be to a level that we can begin. We actually already turned down a tournament because we just weren't ready. Mm. It was uh, 12 weekends, which would bring people to town. I mean, they're going to use it. It's, it's you know, I'm telling you, it, it's going to be a hit even where it's at at this phase one level, but it's just not finished. I mean, we, we, couldn't, we couldn't commit to that because, uh, you know, the rain really murdered the contractor early on. He is catching up with the weather we've had that's cooperated, but, it, you know, he will not be finished completely till probably September, I would say. So we just couldn't commit, but uh, that's very encouraging, and I'm getting feedback from other communities and, and talking to other people about, you know, tournament play, those kind of things. Uh, I really believe that once we're finished, we're going to be on to something that will be good for our locals and for the travel ball as well. Very good. Uh, I know Brooke uh, Marcotte had one concern about some dirt work. Uh, was that yeah. anything significant? Yeah. Uh, no, not really. Where the turf fields, you know, we only had money to turf the infields. Very few parks turf the entire field. Right. And so we, we're not finished, but uh, the outfields do. They are, you know, crawfish holes, and uh, they, they do need some work. They have needed attention. That's why we're there. Yeah. And yeah. so it uh, just hadn't happened yet. Okay. Real good. Another, uh, let's see. Uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure when a ball would leave the infield, it's going to hit a dirt ramp and, or, you know, either go in a hole or, or fly up from a. So that just, we just have to work out those transitions. All right. Got a caller on the line. Oh, good. I think I know who it may be. Uh, let's go to the phones. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Jeff, how you doing, sir? Good. How you doing, Mayor? Good. Parish good. President Larry Richard. How, are, how who, are you, sir? I am fantastic. Look, I. Um, Listening to the mayor and you talk right now, man, it's, it's so good. It's, it sounds so good to hear so many good things going on in our area. It's, it's a great thing. And I just, uh, I don't normally call in. I listen to you guys all the time. I don't normally call in, but I said, you know what? Today I'm going to call in and tell, and tell Freddie and, and, and Jeff how good this sounds for Iberia Parish. It's, a, it's a great. I say Iberia Parish. You know what I mean? The city of Iberia is all of us. Well, we, we are, we're all in this together. All in there together. So, um, other than that, uh, Freddie, I, I just want you to know that we did pass the deal 
Oh, I sent the deal in last night to, uh, through an expansion to uh, uh, for the Curtis uh, Landry Park, you know, where we're trying to get the water, trying to get the, the, the flow better for the people that live in that particular area. I can't thank you enough for that, and I thanked you at the meeting. You were the one who approached me if I would be interested in buying that. Immediately yep. the light bulb went off that I could do a detention pond and really help the drainage in that area. So we are primed and ready. We We have money there. We have a meeting Friday with uh, uh, Finstermaker and Associates. They're going to handle that project for us. Even because, and, and I can't thank you enough, but making this happen quickly, there is a small opportunity that we'll be able to take the funding that we have and maybe increase that with the state because they came out with that watershed money. Exactly, exactly. So I'm trying to use what I would have used for the project as a match, and then I could finish the whole project at once. But appreciate the help on that. Uh, this is Absolutely. one of those instances that, you know, speed was of the essence. But uh, thank you for all you do. Absolutely. Look, I'm not going to hold you. You probably have a lot left to talk about, but I just wanted to give a call and uh, and go from there. Y'all need anything, y'all definitely let me know. Yes, sir. Thank you. Appreciate the call. Yeah. Jeff, you good? Yeah, I'm good, but uh, feel free uh, to check in at 1230 if you want to expand okay. on last night. Okay, we surely can. Thank All right. Much. Appreciate that. Parish President Larry Richard, uh, you did uh, have uh, an amended agenda with yes. those same items. Trying to move, you know, we were moving quick already, but when we saw an opportunity, and that's, you know, I don't have this great skill set, but the one thing I have learned how to do is, I can match some money, and when uh, you know that's that's helped us greatly along the way because, and that's part of the game. I mean, when you struggle with the tax dollars you have, and you spend it in ten different areas at the same time because there is so much need, and you see a way to leverage it, you, you got to move. So uh, that was why that would have originally come in two weeks, but I didn't have two weeks to spare. So when we saw that, we you know had amended the agenda, and there's a time limit, and we made the time limit before a meeting that you can amend it. Um, and then on the parish president's end, he, he moved quickly on his end uh, because, again, if I can take the tax dollars that we have and leverage that with the state and, and you know, double my money, double the city's money, double the taxpayers' money, we, we got to try to do it. There you go. Um, council announcements, uh, anything uh, of note uh, there? And I know you, uh, in your announcements, talked about the uh, campaign the city has initiated to yes. try and— uh, encourage yes. folks to do something about the violence yes our our uh, anti-violence program kicked off if you go to the city's website when you pull it up it normally has this really pretty pic we're very blessed to have the city hall that we have and it's you know it's very picturesque well now there's a big button that you push right in the middle of it and that'll stay there for at least maybe 90 to 120 days you click on that and that brings you to videos of many many community leaders who've come together to say that you know I mean, the message is, in the simple terms, it's see something, say something. We've got to try to get the guns off the street. Too many times in the investigations you hear of neighbors, family members, you know, people knew the guns were there or saw guns being, you know, moved back and forth for weeks before. Those are the kind of things we, we've, got to, we've got to try to get them off the street before young lives are lost and certainly young lives are ruined, you know, on both ends of the gun. So we've got to try to do something with that. I didn't see any other cities stepping up. We had some ARPA funds, got with the council. We came up with this program. It's uh, Facebook videos, billboards. The 4 by 4 signs are all ready. They'll start to pop up. Yard signs, some silicone bracelets. Our patrol, uh, the shirts came in, and they're being distributed now. Uh, patrol is uh, themselves. So my, 
our patrol officers are going to be uh, giving out T-shirts to kids. Um, they've already visited a couple of schools. I saw some pictures with that. And so it's just to raise that awareness. And there's also on the app a button you can, another area you can click and turn in an anonymous tip. So, and that's already working, I can tell you. So what we're trying to do is uh, make a huge effort to get the guns off the streets and out of the hands of kids to make people aware that, uh, you know, we're not sweeping this under the rug. It's, we're not alone. This is not some new Iberia anomaly. It's everywhere. It's, uh, you know. it's one of the things I appreciated uh, in your comments, saying we're not the only city that has been affected by violent crime or, or violence, but, hey, we're at least trying to do yeah. something yeah. about and it. Yeah, and I haven't seen too many other cities, you know, step up. The only criticism I got, we had a few people uh, as if that was going to uh, – hurt the business community or whatever. And I was like, no, it's the opposite. I said, I've already talked to two developers. Actually, the guy was coming in uh, for the literary festival. One of the things when he went on the web, you can't help it. The big button attacks you when you see, you know, when you, <laughs> when you pull it up. And he said, well, I saw y'all were doing something for, you know, and, and then he started telling me, you know, he's out of state, his community that has, you know, these same issues. Um, Cause it's all over the country. But uh, he commended us for trying to do something about it. And so I think uh, we talked about it this morning. The, the uh, state delegation brought it up. You know, I, they were saying, you know, look at what New Iberia is doing. So I think that you get ahead of your issues. You address your issues. You don't sweep them under the rug. Um, we're a great community, a great place to live. Uh, and those areas that we can be effective or at least be the catalyst for some change, we need to try to be. I mean, it's just that simple. And I think you'll see more. We have some other ideas. In the summer, we will do some things that reach the kids themselves. And then we'll do one more push in the fall. And and I think you're going to see the community come together. I really do. And see that this message is going to resonate, you know, through all parts of our town. And, you know, it remains to be seen how much good it does. But I can tell you, it's going to do a lot better than doing nothing. Yeah. And, again, uh, you know, the more... um prospective uh, criminals know that there's an eye on them yes uh, hopefully it does uh, lead to some uh, inhibition to do it i hope so and you know that's why i've pushed so hard for crime cameras and uh and i was going to say any update on that there was nothing uh, in the council meeting and uh, that's the first time in a couple of meetings uh, there was no discussion about that yeah well believe me i'm not dropping the ball we uh clico my council allowed me to continue to you know keep the channels of communication open with Clico, and I can tell you that they are and uh, some meetings are going to be set up behind the scenes where Clico has offered to come in and meet with council people you know in very small groups uh, that's going to happen over the next few months um, I plan on continuing to negotiate and once we get a little further in the kind of the new way we're looking at we already have a baseline because we were almost there so from that baseline, we're seeing what else we can accomplish. And then when I feel that something new and different or something that brings us close, up to or past, I'm hoping past, what we had agreed to before that didn't quite work out, I'll be bringing something back. Um, in the meantime, we also have uh, been educated by an attorney on – kind of the realm of how people do challenge their rates they're paying and those kind of things and a good overview of how the public service commissioner actually functions and when you go to a meeting and what it would cost if you wish to challenge something so 
all of that information is also being you know learned behind the scenes right now so it's a uh believe me that's not something that i just want to close the door on because uh we certainly as we talk about gun violence as we talk about our community as we talk about being you know progressive and proactive uh those 90 cameras would do would do a world of good for us it, it just would um so still that's should be coming again in the future and uh, i'm certainly still working behind the scenes uh you know on that issue gotcha see uh, where mike francis the public service commissioner for this region is running i think for secretary of state or maybe insurance committee one of one of those statewide offices so now might be a good time to press him he will on certain things you're you know? right and and you know things all things He's happen in campaign mode all things happen for a reason there's there a time for everything any uh, project updates uh you know the marina behind city hall is going really well we hope within the next two months they'll start the landing phase which is behind the steamboat pavilion uh, which gives us a set of stairs to come and go and get down to that water level and back out to downtown so that then I can start talking to tour boats, which I'm already kind of talking to. Um, but that's going well. We bid three projects yesterday, the Boys and Girls Club, move, an additional, not a move, a, a new, an, an added location, an added club. That came in the money, so I'm pretty sure next meeting I'll be able to award that. We had some improvements at the West End. We couldn't quite take them all. I think in the alternates, something won't be taken. I don't remember what order the alternates were in, but the bids came in the money. That'll happen. The bids on Bank Street, we have a meeting on it tomorrow, but I'm not sure. There was a little hiccup with the bid. I might have to, I might have to we don't know yet, but I might have to rebid the project. Um, so I'm waiting, waiting to see on that one. But those projects will start. All of those are funded by ARPA. Um, the new skate park that is going to be out of the old pool at uh, Sear Gates, well, we've decided we're going to at least now, that project will probably wait a little while, but at least now we're going to demo and clean up the old pool house, which is just totally falling apart. I mean, it can't be saved. I'd like to clean that area up. The uh, architects, I've seen some preliminary drawings on Ann Street Park, which is really exciting that we would actually be building a new park. So we purchased a property, if you remember last year, uh, just a few months ago, we knocked down the existing house that was on there, tried to give it away, tried to sell it. That didn't work, so it's been demoed. So I saw the preliminary plans for that yesterday. Just just a little overview. They're going to tweak a few things, and then I'll get it to the council members that have been working with me hard on that, uh, uh, Councilwoman Dee Johnson-Reed. So uh, once her and I look at that and review it, then we can release them to start the drawings on that. Uh, let's see what else. Sprinkler system that will come to Sear Gates. Uh, we are waiting on the state uh, facility planning to give us back the go-ahead. While we're waiting, we're kind of looking at our options there. We ran into a couple of snags because the water coming in is not, uh, the pipes aren't big enough to give us the proper capacity we need if the system has to be utilized. So I might incur some other costs to get the right volume of water uh, there, gallons per minute. So. We're working through that, but uh, projects are going well. I mean, it. Uh, you'll see that uh, we had a little snafu, and my, you know, I love it. I call it mine. It's not mine. It's the city's. But the little brick street, the little eight railroad avenue, the yeah, little brick yeah. street that's from the 1870s. Okay, well, uh, it got jackhammered, mm. uh, and so we ended up with a big gash in it that was probably three feet wide by about ten feet long. And I mean, that just in my world, that can't happen. So. Uh, this is stupid, but it worked out. 
I had seen last year when we were making a little walking trail at City Park and planting irises along the bank, the bank, that these big old bricks were pulling up. They were three inches, three and a half inches by four and a quarter, and they were big. They're longer than a regular brick. They're heavy. I said, man, that's some street bricks. So I started collecting them, okay? So every day I went over there, even on the weekend, and everywhere I saw one, I dug it up. And there were big pieces, like slabs of bricks Is that there together. put uh, as riprap or just dumped? Some, it was just dumped and filled over. Mm. Uh, so I had seen some along the bayou's edge as well, but really I don't think it was riprap. I think it just filled a big hole. Okay. So I started saving them. So I saved 150 of them. I don't know why. I just thought I should keep that. Then when the Brick Street issue went down, I go look at it and I need 300 and something. Okay, so I'm like, oh, man. Well, I had saved some big pieces that are maybe 20 or 30 bricks that are still stuck together on some thick concrete because I want to bring one downtown, clean it up, sink it somewhere downtown, and then tell the story that, you know, this was our main street. I tell you, it looks like there's bricks uh, under the asphalt uh, on Bridge Street uh, right there around uh, I saw that the other day. Yes, I saw that. I saw that. And look, all those streets were brick at one time. So we got Public Works to – I kept some slabs, though, because I'm keeping every brick I can – But Public Works, and and kudos to them, they've been working with a masonry saw and cutting the bricks apart, all right? And now I have 300 bricks so I can go, and I have a company coming who does the pavers for the Veterans Memorial, and the guys who God does, he does pavers, you know, all over the place, modern pavers. He is, they poured the concrete, and I think uh, if the weather's okay tomorrow, if not Monday, I think, he's going to patch our brick street with the salvaged bricks. Um, And so now I went on the hunt. And I found some other piles of them. So I'm hauling them to public works as well and just sticking them somewhere in case some, I'm going to call it an accident, uh, in case something like that ever happens again. Because that is the only little brick street we have. You know, I mean, think how old that is. Yeah. You know, 1860s, 1870s. I can't let that go away. So uh, I'll have a little stash pile of bricks. But that, that's been a little uh, interesting dilemma that, uh, you know, the one time I get to use my construction background, I guess. But we... Uh, It'll get patched, and I am, you know, I'm hoping it's like the historic restoration projects my company does that you can't tell what I did. When I walk away, and you, that's the biggest compliment I can get when I restore an old building, and you don't know what I did and what I didn't do. So I'm hopeful that, you know, this is going to come out well, but that, that was a little, uh, a little project that was inflicted on me, but uh, I really need to save that, so I think it's going to come out good. But other than that, look, man, I'm blessed. Things are good. Tell you what, these crosswalks downtown, the painted ones. Oh, it's time I, to do them I would again. love to see, though, those be actual brick. I would, too. And, and, you, be... and you know, the money we spend, they paint them once a year, and they probably last two months. Yeah. Okay? Three months And, and it's, it's very slick when and it's wet. And it's really, really slick when it's wet. I was going to say that. So I would love to cut them out. You remember, we wanted to put crosswalks. I think I was the pro tem going across Main Street. And DOTD said we couldn't. Yeah. They said, well, people are going to feel too safe. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> anyway, so they said we couldn't. But I would love to see crosswalks in both directions. And if you ask me, I'm ready to cut the asphalt and make them brick. Yeah. Uh, I think that would really be cool. And, again, what we have there looks nice for about two months, and then it's just worn out. Uh, asphalt can't hold paint, and, the, you know, the car traffic just eats it off really quick. Gotcha. Anything else before we let you go? No, man, it's all good. Things are good. Uh, I, I'm just, uh, I don't know. Six and a half years in, and uh, I'm still having fun. So to the voters, to the citizens, I can't thank you enough. This, this, this whole thing's a kick in the butt. Thank there, you. There you go. I know uh, you got business uh, in a couple of weeks. We're not going to see you, so yes. um, we'll see you in a month or so. Thank you. You bet.